Hi everyone, welcome to STEPS audio channel. We are very excited to share our content from STEPS events to learn all about the latest trends in startups, digital media, fintech, future tech, and wellness in emerging markets. You can find us on Enagami, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to your favorite channel and we hope you enjoy the content. So hi everyone, uh, my name is Rima, I'm a cognitive behavior hypnotherapist. I'm, I'm very happy to be moderating this session today about mental fitness, here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, about mental fitness and uh, the different habits that we can adopt to improve our mental well-being. And uh, so we only have 30 minutes today, but my goal is to provide you with the best possible advice and mental tools that you can take away and practice at home with the help of my experts. So I'd like to introduce my first uh, panelist, Sunal. She's the founder, of, uh, founder and CEO of Tawazon, which is the, first, is the first and leading meditation app in the Arab world. Woo! <laughs> Next is Nadine Shamash. She's a hypnotherapy trainer and a positive lifestyle expert. She's also the founder of The Life Director, which is a um, personal and corporate development consultancy firm. And finally, we have Victoria, which is the founder of MindTales, which is a digital wellness platform that provides science-based uh, mental tools and access to wellness coaches in both Arabic and English. So please give a warm round of applause for the three of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we talk a lot about uh, physical fitness in general, and we understand what it means. Um, for example, as runners, it's our ability to run fast and far. And in general, there are different elements that make up our physical fitness, like uh, our endurance, our strength, our flexibility. But what is mental fitness? Um, Victoria, maybe you can help us define mental fitness and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so th thanks, Rima. So firstly, I would like to thank Steph, and it's my pleasure to be here. Um, so, as you said, like, uh, we know what uh, physical fitness is, so mental fitness is very similar. So it's actually our endurance, our ability to withstand different situations. And when we think about mental fitness, so we need to think about how we respond to different situations in the moment. Are we reactive? Are we proactive? So basically having that a bit like a few minutes of the calming your mind and responding to the situation. And um, I, I would like to share some framework um, with everyone. So when you think about different situations, and if you remember anything from this talk, so remember four C's. So what does it mean? So one first C is control. How do you think? Are you, think, are you in the control of the situations? Because some of the people put themselves as a victims or freak uh, controls. Then confidence. Do you believe you have enough confidence to do something in your life? Then commitment. When you commit something to yourself or to others, actually, do you do that or not? And the last one is challenge. Do you see the challenges as a opportunities or as a threats? Okay, cool. So maybe if we can sum up uh, mental fitness, it could be uh, summed up as a set of psychological skills, would you say? Uh, with the ability maybe to respond well in challenging situation or to have mental toughness to push through challenging situation. 
Uh, would you say like someone who's mentally fit also has mental flexibility and they're able to see things from a different perspective or you know what I mean like have different perspective on a situation? Exactly and uh just to follow up on your thing. So I think mental fitness as well, having understanding that what you think is might not necessarily to be true. So understanding that you have certain filters and how you react in different situations. So just having that awareness really puts you in forward. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Um, so in general, people know how to identify when they have a physical pain or they have a back pain or when it's time for them to, to seek physical treatment from a doctor. But I believe in general, people have a hard time identifying when their men mental fitness is declining. Um, so Nadine, maybe you can help us um, with how can pers a person identify the, the, the signs that their mental health is declining or the mental fitness is declining. Yeah, you know that uh, everything that happens in the inside will be translated on the outside. So when we are physically ill, it means that there's something inside happening. So, and this is where the drama is, because we don't pay attention to our thoughts, and we don't pay attention to the alarms that our body is sending us. Our body communicates with us. They tell us that now it's time to take care of this part in your life or this situation. And all uh, what we feel like panic attacks or we feel like palpitation in the heart, these are alarms from the subconscious mind. And now that we know that these are alarms, it means that we need to take care of what's going on in our life. And until it will not be translated to the physical level where the doctors will be only healing on the physical, uh, you know that, on the mm -hmm. physical uh, uh, aspect. But wh what is the root cause? What caused this illness? It's the emotion, it's the mind, it's the thoughts that are not uh, well. Okay, so th whenever we feel like we are not okay, we need to sit, pose, and ask ourselves, what is going on in my life right now? and communicate well the message with, the, with our body, and our body will adjust. It will not adjust until you will, if you ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, it will push you to sit in bed and talk to yourself and understand what's going on. Until then, it will become, it will become not too late, but at the same time, it's an alarm. So whenever we have this anxiety or panic attacks, it's okay to say, I have panic attack, I have anxiety. And if you are not able to solve it, there are many help. That's why we seek help and yeah. professional help. And this is okay, we all need help. I am in this field and I need help sometimes. So it's about understanding ourselves and our body and communicating well with our thoughts, knowing that our thoughts create our reality. So paying attention to our thoughts first. Okay, so our emotions are always trying to tell us something. Exactly. Cool. And I'm guessing, because you mentioned thoughts as well, so what do you think is the relationship between our, our thoughts and our emotions? Because our thoughts create emotions, and the emotions create the actions. Okay, so they are all related. Everything starts with a thought. If you have a positive thought, then you have a positive emotion, and then your body is energetic, and you feel like energetic and happy. And that body, 
in this state of uh, happiness will give you another positive uh, thoughts and another beautiful emotion. And the same thing for the negative thought. If you have a negative thought, your emotions will be down, your body will feel down, and again, another thought. So thoughts, emotions, and actions. So today, sometimes we are not able to uh, manage our thoughts or to change our thoughts, but knowing that the thoughts will affect the emotions and, the, and our behavior, our body, we can focus on the body. That's mm. why we always focus on being healthy and flexible and move because the body will translate positive emotions when it, it feels that it's good, you know? That's yeah. why when you go to gym, to exercise, to dance, to anything. So when we move the body, the thoughts will change. So if we are not able to change the thoughts, we change the body. So now that we are aware of that, so we can pay attention to uh, the thoughts. How, how do you want to feel? Then this is how we want to think. So maybe we can ask ourselves when we're finding ourselves stressed or anxious, what, are, what thoughts are going through our mind that are making me feel this way? And then try yeah. to find a different perspective as we were talking about mental fitness earlier. It's about being able to uh, question your thoughts and ask yourself whether you can interpret a, a situation from a different angle. And, and you don't need to have answers. It's just by having the awareness. Just being aware, checking on yourself is more than enough because there are many answers. But just asking that question, how am I today? Mm -hmm. How are my feelings? What do I feel today? Where is, where is my energy? Okay, just by acknowledging or by checking out on ourselves, by bringing that awareness, we will adjust. Our subconscious mind will adjust directly. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now, just like we can improve our physical fitness by exercising, we can improve our mental well-being by doing some mental exercises. So maybe, Suna, you can tell us what are the common practice, practices that prove to have a positive effect on our mental well-being? Oh, it's a big question. <laughs> uh, I'll separate it into two. I think your microphone is not working. We are. Is it? <laughs> no? Just it. put it closer. Now? Okay, can I, yeah? Yeah, they can hear me? Yes? Can you hear? No. Yes? Oh, okay, perfect. Okay. Um, I'll separate it into two. And I think is, um, I'll ask everybody here just to think for a while what the actions that you on a daily basis do knowing that it's not good for you. Can anybody know, can anybody raise a hand just for how many actions you do on a daily basis that you know before you do them that it's not good for you. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. Why don't you do it? Why don't you stop it? Can you tell me? It's easy to do? It's familiar. Is, can anybody share anything that he does on a daily basis that he doesn't like to do, but he still do it? Please? Smoke. Oh, great. Another one? Making decisions. Making decisions. <laughs> uh -huh. So I, I always think, and I'm being so curious about it, is why do not, don't we have the discipline to change the things yeah. that we don't want to? And I think this is the main thing that we want to begin when we talk about mental health. I think, um, Rima, mental health is a scale, a big issue that we need to put it into different Category? Category. One of them is what Nadine said, is if we can begin with the awareness of what is happening without doing nothing, actually. Yeah. Just pick up 
on your day, what you're doing for your own good and for your mm-hmm. bad for, for, for yourself. Begin with that at the beginning. And then you will have to make decisions on what will help me have more discipline on the things that I want to do. When we talk about um, fitness for the mind, the first image that came to my mind was a bicycle and a mind riding a bicycle to do that. But could you really change your mind? Could you change your mind physically? And could you change your mind mentally? And the answer by science is yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Of course. The question, the real question is how to make yourself on a state that you want to change. And this is the major topic that we're talking. Can anybody tell me that sports isn't something that you want to do? Does anybody here doesn't want to do sport? You don't want to do sport? <laughs> yeah, but do you know the benefits of sport? Yes. But you, how many of us try so many times during the day to convince themselves to go for it, to make this change? So I think what we need to do is to find out the best practices that can help us get to that state of mind mm-hmm. that I'm choosing what I want to do. And by that, you have the several um, uh, practices of the mental health, which is the emotional awareness, awareness, right? And you have also the mindfulness practices that you do on a daily basis, and also the environment that you are in. It starts and with a choice. Absolutely. Choosing and to be mentally fit. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, being the founder of a meditation, like one of the top uh, meditation apps, could you maybe speak a bit about meditation or the benefits of mindfulness? Yes, I can. I, I mean, does anybody know um, if, let's say like this, is there anybody here that doesn't know what mindfulness does to the body? No, I think everybody knows, really. Okay. And what we try at Tawazun is understand the consumer, we spend more time understanding the habits and the consumer behavior to bring you to that uh, practice. And I think that what I'm coming here to bring for Tawazun is the younger you begin is the more possibility to have to train your mind better 100%. in the future. So I do believe in our young generation that we need as an adults to invest in them because we will struggle more to, to bring ourselves to the state where we can have discipline and choose. Mm-hmm. But Let's think about if we can bring emotional awareness to schools and to workspaces, shouldn't be that the priority of what we would do mm-hmm. on a daily basis as businesses? Yeah, and we can do that through like mindfulness exercises. Absolutely. Today, um, around the world, and we are also at Tawazon, uh, beginning to bring mindfulness practices as something to begin with every day in school. And we can see the difference between those who begin classes and we have um, an A-B testing of classes that begin with mindfulness their day and others that, that don't. Mm-hmm. And now we are also stepping into the companies uh, to see how is mindfulness practices changing the uh, one-to-one relationship. Mm-hmm. How can I connect with you better? Okay. And also, how can I connect to the company's target in, in, in total? I mean, uh, many companies through COVID and post-COVID, they don't know how to communicate with bosses, they don't know how to communicate with, sometimes by opening the speaks or opening, uh, let's talk, uh, mm-hmm. opening for them the possibility to express what they want and they can have more into the same target uh, 
yeah, being on the same I'm just curious to know whether someone tried to meditate or tried to get into mindfulness and found, found it very difficult or did any, yeah? Okay, would you mind sharing why? Yeah, I would love to. One second, brother. I got you, don't worry. Oh. Okay, I, I did try to meditate a couple of times at different occasions. Uh, I feel like my brain is all over the place and I'm very easily distracted. So it's a little hard to be consistent and like just do this continuously, I think. At least for me. For me too, I agree. <laughs> You're not alone. I find that people, because a lot of people have this misconception about meditation that it's just sitting there and having no thoughts. Um, and I guess this is why a lot of people struggle with it. It's just as soon as they get distracted, they're like, this is, I can't do this, it's not for I me. I didn't succeed, actually. Uh, this, yeah. this is what they have in mind. Yeah. While there is no success and failure. Mm -hmm. It's only the observe, when I observe my thoughts. Exactly. I think, I think the, sec the first time I meditated, um, I was <laughs> amused <laughs> by the amount of, of false and negative talk that I do to myself on a daily basis. Um, I couldn't imagine what's going on when you said, Nadine, about the thoughts in, yeah. in, in our minds. For God's sake, how are they born? <laughs> and I was thinking, maybe they are born because we're not really us. This is not really me. And maybe this is a huge thing to say, or yes. let's discuss the consciousness. <laughs> I'm not going to go far. But at least, do my decision come from sooner? Does my thoughts or my reaction come from me? because I really want this, and not because I learned from my father and mother to act this way, or because I was born in a neighborhood that told me how to do, or introduced me to this specific topic this way. I would love, Nadine, if, if uh, because coming from a psychological... Uh, you know what we do? What we do is we're observing. You said the word. We're observing our thoughts. Maybe they are our thoughts, maybe they are not our thoughts, and we don't question this as well, because there are just thoughts. So they what are just thoughts. Yeah, they are just thoughts. When you give them like power, they, they can affect your emotions. You watch. It's as if you are watching a movie. So that's why we do this exercise of dissociation. So we step out of ourselves and we watch ourselves through our own eyes and we see the whole scene, what's going on. Where are those thoughts coming from? And curiosity. We, huh? With curiosity. Experience. With curiosity. And why, why not? Before, we used to question a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Now, for me, ask me right now, I really don't care from they, where they are coming. <laughs> are they serving me? I take them. Are they don't serve me? I reject them. That's so good. this is the mental exercise that we do to exercise, or to, to train ourselves to filter the thoughts that are mine or that are like not mine. And I ask the question, is it mine? Mm -mm. It's not mine. Return to sender, to whoever. Because it, if it doesn't, yeah. uh, does it align with your beliefs or exactly. belief system? So does it align what, with your belief on belief system? That, that's what we are doing when meditating. We are stepping out and mm -hmm. watching. Yeah? yeah, I'm watching. So a big part of mindfulness and meditation is being away, uh, being able to step away from that voice and yeah. recognizing that this voice is making me feel frustrated. When I tell myself, I can't meditate, I'm getting too distracted, these thoughts are making you frustrated. So you want to be able to step away from these thoughts and recognize yeah. that they're just thoughts and you just want to be aware thoughts. of them. And let them because pass. sometimes it's we create scenarios in our mind. <laughs> 
scenarios of like <laughs> dialogues yeah. and conversations that are not real, but our body believes that they are reality. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something, another awareness that we, we need to understand, that our subconscious mind doesn't differentiate between reality and fantasy. So if you're fantasizing or you're reliving reality, your body is reacting according to the emotions that you are feeling at that moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we build emotions that are not real towards people as well. Imagine you're having a conversation like argument with someone and you're, you're, you're imagining this make, conversation. You have this anger towards... You're making assumptions. You, about you, you make assumptions and then when you see that person, you really child. feel that <laughs> you just, ah, I'm angry. And is it true? It's not true. Okay. Yeah, I think everyone it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. So that's why we need to pay attention again to our thoughts. What am I thinking of? Because what I'm thinking of, my body is translating it. And if we want to go dig deeper about this, this how we build our programs and our belief system, and then yes. it will become in our unconscious mind, and we just behave according to that time when we put those beliefs in our mind and we, we are not aware of them. Yeah. So now what we are doing, why we say we dissociate, is just I choose, I choose. Mm -hmm. uh, this is in my control. Uh, you were talking about why we don't take decision to change because subconsciously, again, we have something called secondary gain and this is like comfortable, you so know? True. We're so still true. getting what we want to get out of this behavior. So if I want to change it, then it will take me a responsibility to do that. True. Am I ready? And discipline. A lot of discipline. And discipline. For Sometimes example, with maybe with the ready. smoking, like, huh? like the smoking example maybe earlier, yeah. uh, it's just about maybe feeling that it gives them a break, it makes them feel better. Exactly. Or... So there is always a, a, a reason serving us. Yeah. Okay? So we are believe, serving ourselves, even if it's negatively, but it's serving us in a way. Yeah. The, the question is, do I want to change it or not? Mm -hmm. Is it serving me still or not? Now I'm moving towards a, a new goal. That's why we say we, we project ourselves in the future, what, who I want to be. So if I want to be that person, I need to change. Because today, on a daily basis, I'm changing, and I'm changing my belief system, and I'm updating. It's like a computer. We're updating and upgrading our belief system and our softwares, the brain software. Yeah, and it takes awareness and effort yeah. and education. Okay, so now just like one person may not like the gym, for example, and they would rather uh, do a dance class to improve their physical fitness, some people may enjoy maybe a guided uh, imagery better than uh, breathing techniques or yoga or therapy. Uh, Victoria, could you tell us how can a person find a convenient habit that works for them? So I think it's the same as for fitness. So how many of you tried running, swimming, cycling? So you have some kind of innate talent or innate will to do certain things. And as we discussed before, so now people are aware of different techniques. So now it's just more tricking yourself or just being more aware of like what you like. And when you say like, um, we need a lot of med uh, motivation or discipline to do that, but not necessarily. Because when if we like meditation, so for us it's just easier to do and to stick with it and then see the results and then it's just vicious circle and when we continue with meditation, we become better. And there are different types of meditation, so some people like silent meditation, guided meditation, imagery, so I think it's just a trial and error approach. Mm -hmm. um, and mindfulness techniques as well. And I think we, like as humans, we're really prone to we don't like pain, we more like something pleasurable, but then you need just to trick yourself and find out different techniques. Like, 
you need to stick with certain things. And if you stick for a week at least, um, then you can reward yourself. And then you see the reward in the end of the day, so I think next time you will be more open to that. Then they shouldn't judge a practice from a first trial. It's like when you go to the gym and let's say you hate it from the first time, but once you see the results, you fall in love with it or with another practice, you have to give it a chance, right? To try it for a week or two and then decide whether it's something for you or not, right? Exactly, and uh, for some people it's easier to try it to try activities online, so there are so many online meditation apps, mindfulness, for some people it's better to try start offline, like gathering, meeting friends, or having an accountability buddy. So I think it's, um, you need to decide what works for you and just follow that. Okay. Now the hardest part of building, we're talking about habits, is to maintain the habits. So Nadine, maybe you can tell us, like, you know, a lot of people have busy schedules and they want to maintain a habit or build it, what, what can they do to, in order to maintain it? For me, it's very easy, awareness. Just be aware that at any time during the day, you can take that uh, break. For me, when uh, I don't say that I'm meditating, I'm taking a pause. Mm. Because you know, it's a pause. Let's pause for three minutes. And uh, usually how I do it, I have my own music, you know, I'm a singer, so yeah. I love music, so this is how I meditate. So I have my, my music, and when I put my music, I bring in all the beautiful emotions. I live in that state of uh, wow. It's just three minutes. It doesn't need to be half an hour sitting exactly. in silence. And even when there is a lot of noise it's around the image. me, and I am in my <laughs> three minutes like, happy so you need to create what is it for you that makes sense each one of us have different talents and different maybe three minutes that's it per yeah. day are more than enough to give you that kick that uh, go on and to build that habit um, okay you need discipline Okay, some, we, responsibility comes with discipline, comes with motivation, and sometimes you're not motivated, to, to be honest. I, I've been on a six-month program because I gained weight, you know, during Corona, and it was like, what? <laughs> and then, a six months of like, I didn't need motivation at all. I just needed discipline, and I was just disciplined. I was crying, but disciplined, knowing <laughs> that this um, program, and when you see the result, it's like amazing, oh my God, I did you it in six months. You're, not, you're, you're happy, you're fulfilled, and you want to share what's mm. going on. But it was not only a discipline in the, in the physical, it was a discipline in amazing. my mind. So every day I was reminding myself, why am I doing this? For what purpose am I doing this? It's not only for uh, the ego says, my body, I want my body to be, uh, to be beautiful, and when I'm on stage, I want to put on my... No, the, 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 the soul says, I feel better like this. Yeah. I feel so good you need to about have a, myself like this. So you need to have a strong motivation behind building... A goal. A okay. goal, and, and, and asking yourself, why are you doing this? Yeah. For what purpose? And you mentioned something that I think is very important when you said three minutes. When you start off with building a habit, I believe you, yeah. should, you shouldn't make it like a goal to meditate for 30 minutes per day. Mm. The easier you make it, the mm. easier it is to sustain the effort over time, right? And you, you can start and with five minutes. Every day the same music. Make this exercise. Every day in the same music, three minutes. 
yeah. listen to the same music, but during when you are listening to this music, bring in all the beautiful emotions, the beautiful memories, what do you want to feel, who do you want to be, and live it, live it, live it in this three minutes. And whenever you will hear this music, it will fire up everything again. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a neuron. So everything will start firing up. And it's like an anchor for you that whenever I feel sad, let me put it's this a, music. <laughs> remember the, me. <laughs> it triggers the positive emotions. Exactly. Okay, so now let's say I've been working on my mental fitness. Um, so now how can I know that I'm improving? Uh, is there a way can, I can monitor that and see that I'm improving? Um, it's a good question as well. Um, I, th I, think, I think one of the things that, uh, just to continue what's Nadine and, and coming to, to answer this question is, uh, when you push yourself to do something, when you push yourself to do something that you don't like to do, uh, I also will go, go back to question why you do this. And the, question, the, the answer for me, as a Sunnah, to do anything in life, is will this, this thing take me to where I want to go? Mm -hmm. um, I've been watching um, recently uh, Ronaldo's uh, daily schedule. And I, I'm thinking to myself, the guy is 30, how, ma how many, how old is he? 38. And I'm thinking about, does anybody on earth have the same discipline that he has? I mean, he reached the point where he wanted to be. Yeah. But the, 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 the schedule of his day is insane. Definitely insane to have the, the capacity, the capability, the physical capability, 38, to run with the 20 and the 80, 18 years old. It, it had to be taken with a lot of discipline. Mm -hmm. And that's because he has a clear image to where exactly. he wants to, to be. This is a life purpose. Mm. And this is exactly what every one of you what do you want to be in 10 years? And if, what, if I want to be here and standing and me, Rima, and Adin, and try to convince you how mindfulness can create the clarity you need to take the decisions during the day that will take you to the 10 years me, then, then don't do it. You need to have this discipline to see yourself in 10 years and what actions am I doing on a daily basis to reach this person that I want to be. Mm. And we are here in a very short time. I can tell you that your consciousness or your own belief system is created by your father, your mother, your neighborhood, your family, your culture, your, where were you born, what did you expose when you were a child. But you have the possibility to change even by by, let's say, scientific proven, your own DNA. Is, is, how, how crazy is that? What can I change to be the person that I want to be in this short time that I'm here? And this yeah. is what I'm saying. If you ask me what's the progress, to answer your question, yeah. is how am I becoming more and more to who I want to be? What kind of action am I taking on yes, a daily basis exactly. that's moving me closer to the person Absolutely. I want to be? We can help you. We can bring you uh, meditations created by psychologists, music created by neuroscientists. Everyone over here is, is creating businesses that can really help you. But this is only tools. And mindfulness is just one tool that you have on a daily basis that you can use. But take a look how many things that you can do along with that, aside with that. 
Now, before we wrap up the session, I'd like to ask Victoria, like each one of you actually, if you had the opportunity to share one piece of advice for someone who's suffering mentally, what would that advice be? So first, um, maybe share with your support system. Do you have a friend which you can talk to or your family members? If not, some psychologists around. So that is very important to have support system. And at the same time, like as we speak, spoke today, like mental health and physical health are really connected. So just try every morning to go outside and get a sunshine. Like 10 minutes in the sun will help you to with your cortisol levels throughout the day and help you to feel better. Yeah, I find sun exposure is very helpful, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, Nadine? Uh, I think uh, the same thing. You uh, just say it. You have the courage to say, I need help, and it's okay. It's okay. Today, we are accepting ourselves to say, I need help. And uh, if, if you don't want to seek, like, like, like you said, like psychologist or psychiatrist or a life coach, Anyone that can hold space for you, and this is the word, hold space. What does it mean? It means that that person will be there listening while you are talking because we know what we have. We know what we are going through, and we know the solutions as well. All you want is that support of someone to hold the space for us, to be, to talk from the heart, no judgment and no criticism, just be there for us. And if you, this person is not available, I, I call myself a professional friend, you know? So you can go to a professional friend <laughs> to, to just guide you. And I'm so happy that now there's a lot of awareness yeah. about coaches yeah. and mentors and how important it is to have a coach and a mentor. Long time, in, um, when I was in Lebanon, I had someone called the confidant. Mm. So that someone that she was like, she's, she's supposed to be older than you, then you go and tell her all your secrets when you were teenagers. And the, that helped you to guide you, to direct you. And I think that now it's called life coach or mentor yeah. or um, uh, this kind. So it's okay to say, I need help. We all need help at any time of our lives. And uh, it's not a weakness, it's a strength to be able to say, listen, I need you today. <laughs> well, thank you. And Suna? I'm gonna speak to the men only today. <laughs> Women, you can't just go out because I, I'm facing something in the Middle East and I want to share it with you all. How many men here have ever um, talked to a shrink or psychologist? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the Middle East, I'm not talking maybe here in Dubai, it's a global um, place. But in the Middle East, and we as an Arab, we do have, create, we are creating a gap, and this is important for me to say it here, yeah. Rima, because I want to share it on this panel. Women and men are creating a gap between women uh, knowing that they need to ask for help, and they are not worried about what other would think about me seeking for a help. Anybody of us, and, and this is not a help, I think. I think an advice, maybe, to take it yeah. as an advisory. Mm -hmm. Advisory from a, a person who can ask the questions that I won't be able to. Mm. And I'm inviting men, if you feel that you need somebody to help you with the answers or with the questions that will bring you to a better state, 
this is what psychology is. A psychologist, or and today you have so many opportunities to seek it, whether it's from amazing apps that are trying to get you connected to psychologists without seeing your face, without just I am asking you to give yourself a chance to check what am I feeling, how am I reacting, and to have more time between the action and reaction to breathe, to think, and to be aware who am I want to be again. Yeah, thank you so much. I'd uh, like to thank again Victoria, Nadine, and uh, Sunan, uh, three amazing panelists, for their valuable input. Uh, it was a pleasure having you here on stage. And thank, thank you, you all for listening. I hope you have like, some tools to take away and practice home. Um, and have a great day. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find our content on Anagami, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Follow us on social media at Step Conference, and let's stay in touch.